We're back and we're joined once again by Colonel Grant Newsom. We were talking with him earlier about Ukraine. I want to pivot now to the Western Pacific and specifically what the Chinese Communist Party is up to in its sphere of influence as it sees it, um, specifically with respect to the island nation, and I use that term advisedly, of Taiwan. Colonel, you've studied this closely. Um, you've been involved in defense planning and strategy vis-a-vis Taiwan for decades. How do you see the Chinese appetite in this moment with Putin distracting the West rather dramatically at the moment, uh, that with the genocide games behind them, the Chinese decks are now clear for action against Taiwan? And if so, in what form do you think it'll take? Well, the Chinese are serious. You know, when they say they are going to take Taiwan, uh, they've never controlled Taiwan. Uh, and the entire Chinese nation, such as it is for 5,000 years, has only had some loose uh, authority over Taiwan for about 10 years during the Qing dynasty, and they were not even Chinese. So they would be taking what is effectively, by all measures, an independent, free uh, nation. But they're serious when they say they're going to do it. And they will do it by intimidation or by actual force if they have to. I think they see what's going on in Europe and they are taking notes, particularly if Putin is allowed to get away with taking part of an independent country and get away with it, that the the Chinese will like their odds and they will be screaming that, oh, we're just taking what is rightfully ours, even though that's a lie. But there will be a constituency in the United States, in the West, that that agrees with them and or doesn't want the trouble of taking on the Chinese. But the Chinese are, they are sorely tempted and they say they've been clear what they're going to do and we need to take them seriously. Well, let's talk about what that might entail. Um, There are seemingly two basic options, and I think you alluded to them. Physical takeover of the island by an invasion, an amphibious, uh, multi-dimensional, and and I think it's fair to say pretty challenging attack, or possibly just sort of strangling uh, the island, its economy, uh, its, uh, well, its people, I guess, with a blockade um, into submission. Um, Bookmake for me on which of those options do you think the Chinese will go for, um, in part informed by Sun Tzu, you know, the ancient Chinese strategist who said it's better to win without fighting if you can. I think in 2022, this year, I don't think China is going to attack Taiwan. Uh, I think they like what they see. Uh, They see America in chaos of sorts. They see a sort of a confused kind of weak administration, unfortunately. Uh, they see what's going on in Europe, and it looks like Putin's going to be able to take part of a, an independent nation, claiming that it was always his, and he's going, it looks like he just might get away with it. So, And Chinese political warfare throughout the Pacific uh, is quietly undercutting the American position. Uh, China is racking up allies or people who cooperate with it uh, throughout the region, and that is, works to uh, both the political and the military advantage. So if you just wait and let it let things simmer, that from China's perspective, that may be worth uh, worth waiting a bit, uh, and see if you can demoralize the, 
the Taiwanese to the point they feel like the Americans won't or can't protect them and nobody else will. And at that point, you might be able to get the Taiwanese to submit. And if you could get one of your front men say, to uh, assert himself or get to the top politically in Taiwan, it just takes one quiz like uh, that would work very well, too. You've avoided all the trouble of an actual armed invasion. And there's, of course, military force you can use below the level of a D-Day-like assault on the country. And that you're going to see that stepping up as well. So for this year, I don't see an attack. Uh, But after that, after 2022, I have no confidence at all. I think if China thinks that the, uh, the West, the Americans are not going to do much other than complain and maybe put on a few sanctions, that I think they'll be sorely tempted to pull the trigger and launch a, a military assault. I'll be very interested to see whether they have that patience. Uh, they're, they're known for their patience, of course, but it does seem to me that there's uh, such a window of opportunity here, and it, it may prompt them to act more promptly, if I can use that expression. Um, when you uh, look at the strategic equities here, Colonel Newsom, um, we're likely to hear, uh, not just among the, well, quizlings, I guess one might put it, the, the elite that's been captured in the United States by the Chinese Communist Party, the people who would either avert their gaze or, you know, willingly submit to the Chinese. Some who will simply say, look, we just don't have a dog in this fight. Um, why is that wrong, as you see it, um, morally, strategically, and, and certainly militarily? Well, that's the right question. And it's fair for people who don't live and breathe this stuff. You would might ask, well, what's the big deal with Taiwan? Uh, well, here's what it is. is China wants to push America out of Asia. If you take Taiwan, they'll have done that. Uh, the American commitment Uh, implicit at least, to protect 24 million people, uh, free people, free Chinese people, that will have been just demolished. And at that point, who else is going to trust the Americans? Uh, And that's not just in the region, that's going to be throughout the world. And you will be giving these regimes, the Russians, the Chinese, the, the Iranians, you're going to really be encouraging them if that happens. Additionally, from a purely military standpoint, Taiwan is key terrain. It's right in the middle of America's defense lines. So if Taiwan goes, well, the Chinese have free access to the Pacific, and you will see the Chinese military uh, just operating all over the place in the Pacific and into Latin America, up into Central America. So you could reach a point at which America is like Finland, uh, really big Finland during the Soviet era. It cannot do anything major without getting Chinese permission. And it's that dominance which the Chinese uh, really seek. And that is within reach, I think they see. So Taiwan is the thing, if it goes, everything else. I I very much agree with that and fear that that's uh, what's in prospect. Uh, Just a quick 15 seconds on the supply of advanced chips out of Taiwan and how important that is. Well, it's important. You know, it's about 90% of high-end chips come from Taiwan. Uh, and a lot of the rest do too. So, it, but we can always build chip factories. You may be interruptions, of course, but I think those can be rebuilt. Even if there were no chip factories on Taiwan, uh, the the island would still be just as attractive to the Chinese communists uh, as without as with chips. Uh, chips are just gravy from the Chinese perspective. Colonel, we'll be watching this closely with your help, I know, going forward. Thank you for your time today. And thanks to the rest of you for joining us for this edition of 
Secure Freedom Radio and Securing America. We are very pleased to have you with us and hope that you will check out our website, securingamerica.tv. And until then, I hope that you'll stay engaged in helping us secure America and then go forth and multiply. This is Frank Gaffney. Thanks for listening. been listening to Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney.